What is up, fellas? Welcome to the new studio. How's it going? Are we live? We are live. Oh, look, there's my partner. He look, he's not here as always. You know, you gotta love my partner Arlington. I apologize. Oh, no problem. StreamYard does not like the cell service. I've learned that over time. Uh, anytime you're on cell phone, man, it kicks you constantly. How you doing, yeah. A Train? Can you hear us? No, no. Yes, yet. I can hear y'all. Oh, there he is. I'm having some technical difficulties with my Wi-Fi, so bear with me. Is it because you're you're eating there, dude? No. But thank Matt, you, Matt, thanks so much, man, for having me on. Hey, I appreciate you guys for coming on. It's great. Like I said last week, I've been looking forward to talking with you guys on air for since 2020. I mean, no, 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 Matthew, let me ask you a question. You sit there and you say that you've been looking forward to talking to us. Why would you look forward to talking to a guy like me? I can understand Arlington, <laughs> but a guy like me, why would you want to talk to somebody like me? Hey, y'all both bring good things to the party. I promise. It, oh, it okay. Each has great aspects and, and everybody here has a piece to play in this XFL uh, fandom that we live in. Well, if you ask certain people in the XFL, they'll tell you, I don't. Have something to bring to the party. Just saying. <laughs> well, I disagree, and I appreciate all your work, man. And same for you, A Train. Over the years, I've watched you guys, you know, hustle in and out and repping this spring football thing. So it's it's been a great, great honor just to, like I said, meet you guys in person, and then now as media being able to deal with you, it's really, really fantastic. So thanks for coming on again. We well, try. hey, no worries. Uh, I appreciate the kind words. It was nice meeting you in San, San Antonio when we did cover the championship game. Uh, it's just something that when we decided to do all this, we just knew it wasn't going to be talked about. So we just started talking about it. That's really what it was. And then it's built into what it is. Now we have a legion of shows that we're affiliated with in all of the eight cities. So, you know, it's just... Yeah, the XFL is here to, you know, listen, it's about the XFL. It's not about the Battle Hawks anymore. As you see, I'm repping my Brahmas gear tonight for the show. I got my Sea Dragons, my Battle Hawk behind me. It's it's about repping the entire league now is what it's about. Yes, sir. Much respect. Much respect. Yeah. So what see, do you I want to know? Where do you want to go with this? So first up, let's just discuss some of the XFL updates we've got going on. You guys all okay. know, you know, you've heard some of the things coming up. We've got the XFL Combine coming up. You know about that. Mm -hmm. The real pieces I wanted to pick here and talk about was the fact that it's going to be covered on YouTube, which I just found out today through James Larson on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Matthew, it's kind of funny. Uh, let, let, let's just go back a few years, shall we? It's kind of funny. There was two guys sitting in St. Louis that decided to do a show like this, right? And they did it on Facebook and they did it on YouTube. Well, now this version of the XFL has kind of taken that entire philosophy and started using it. Uh, it's kind of funny how it's worked out that way, right? But, hey, I'm, I'm actually glad they're starting to embrace the alt type of media stuff. I'm, I'm glad that they're starting to embrace the YouTube stuff, the Facebook stuff, because... Their target audience is, they've said it, is that 18 to 35-year-old audience. And how do they consume, consume most of their media? YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, stuff like that. I think it's a great idea. I really do. 
Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I would have liked to know about it a month ago, probably, just to be able to hype it up, like I said, well, uh, through Twitter. Matthew, I mean, have we have we seen anything that 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 they've done that's made any sense as of now? <laughs> well, there he is. Look at him. Isn't he pretty, Matthew? Hey, hey. Isn't my co-host pretty? He's <laughs> a very pretty problem. man. <laughs> nice to see you, A Train. Nice yeah, to see man. you. Sorry, sorry about that. I just have a whole bunch of technical difficulties and all that craziness. So, hey, I understand. Same here. I've, I, like I said, I've moved, and my internet's kind of iffy. Sometimes I'll get a gig. Sometimes I'll get fifty megabytes. So. If I kind of dip out, I'll be back as well. Okay, guys. Uh, it's all good. Look, Arlington already dipped out again on us again. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, it would be nice, but I think here's what you, you know, you talk about you wish we could have known that they were gonna promote this earlier, right? To talk about it. Because we'd have been talking about it on our show a lot about it also. I think it's going to start changing the way things are going to go with the XFL and the new way that they're gonna market stuff. We I mean, we talked about it to nauseum. And I think it's going to change. It's not changing fast enough, but I think it is soon will change. Yes, sir. But we just got to see. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I yeah, mean, with everything I, I coming agree. on. I don't agree with that at all. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. There, see, he's having technical difficulties. Gotta we love lost you, A-Train. Can you hear us? We lost this sound. He's back. He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. They must be having some bad weather in Texas. Yeah. I know, like I said, the internet, I'm down in South Mississippi, and the internet down here is kind of iffy as it is. My ISP sparklight is not the best. So I understand. <laughs> that. That's always yeah. a good thing, right? Yeah, Dirty. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. If we'd have known about this, we'd have been able to actually get some stuff out. Um, but at least we're having it, and it's something to watch and look forward to. Yeah, I mean, now, I was at the St. Louis Showcase. A lot of great players. We had one on, Kobe Tucker, or Tuck, who, Tucker, who came on. Great kid. I mean, this kid is six foot eight, three, 290, 200, 300 pounds. Dude was just explosive. He got invited. There was a couple other kids that we had. Yeah, there's our tailgate. See, and, and this is what makes St. Louis so different is that yes, the fans in St. Louis, you know, this was just me and, like, five or six other fans we went to the showcase we tailgated the entire day cooked food for both the d for both showcases you know and cooked them all up cooked all that stuff up for those guys what's up sandy you know because we we didn't know if they were going to have food there and when the players are coming up to us saying man thank you guys so much you know this was really nice of you guys I hope I get to the I hope I get to the XFL and I hope I come to St. Louis because if you guys are all like this. And I mean, I was we were hoping for more St. Louis fans to come out, but you know, listen, I love the St. Louis fans, but they're really fickle on a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff. You know, but it was great to see the diehard, you know, like Rick Story. A lot of credit yep, yep. to Rick Story and the STL tailgate group that he has. That he came out there, we cooked all that food up and did that for the kids. I mean, we probably fed we probably fed 300 kids. Wow. No, no, I lied. I lied because there was only 260, 267 there. We probably fed 150. Wow. That's 175 still quite a the bit. kids. That's still plus quite their a families. Bit. Wow. Mm-hmm. That we talked about that on the show, the community engagement <clears throat> between St. Louis, you guys, the tailgate, all all have been going strong since what 2020? I mean, been rolling, just waiting. Well, okay, so before Arlington comes, but you know, you keep asking, you keep saying 2020, right? 
and before we were talking about how did this all started, right? So it was back in 2018 when the XFL announced, when Vince McMahon announced the XFL was coming back. St. Louis was one of the eight cities. And uh, God lover, Linda Brown, we were doing a show. She said that me and Arlington should get together and do a show. Well, when the XFL announced, I was like, that's the perfect opportunity for us to do a show together. So we did our first show. It went pretty well. So we're like, okay, we'll come back two weeks later. Two weeks later, it did even better. And then we were like, hmm, why don't we try every week? So we started doing every week. And I think we really went full time. It was around March, I think, March or April when we went full time weekly. And it just kept growing and growing. I mean, you got people like Sandy who has had our backs from, from day one helping us. You know, guys like John Turner that's on here that has John helped Turner's us from great. day one. It just, it just kept growing week after week after week after week. I ended up getting a dumb tattoo. I got the tattoo of the Battle Hawks on the back of my leg because we got to so many followers. And then we got to another flower, another milestone of follow- followers, and I jumped through a flaming table. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so it was, it was all of that stuff. And we just kept it going. And in 2020, I look, I will say this. Matthew, if this would have been 2020 and the XFL would still be gone, I would try to destroy your podcast because you'd be my competition. <laughs> Not going to lie. Not going to lie. But when 2020, you know, when this version came around, we were like, you know what? Look, we've been doing this the longest. Let's make this league wide. Let's go league wide. And that's why we did it. Let's help all of the other people in cities that want to do what me and him started. Oh, there he is. He's so, he is such a. He is such a beautiful man. He distracts me every time I see him. If, if the I, lighting. That lighting is beautiful over isn't here. Isn't it? I was talking about how we got started. What do you want to throw in there? I'm listening to you as you're telling this story, man. And I'm like, I, you love telling it. So I was like, let go ahead and finish it, man. Finish it off. You, but look, I'm telling it nicely. It's not the mean dirty. I told Matthew yeah. how... I, if this would have, if the XFL would have still been around, I'd, I'd be trying to destroy his podcast. I heard, I heard every word. Like, listen, like it's hard, Matthew, to deal with that individual that's sitting right next to you <laughs> on a weekly basis. But guess what? We do it because we're here for the fans, and we're here to uh, provide some entertainment. You know, uh, me with my background in radio and stuff, I've done it for. I did it for 10 years prior to working with Dirty, you know, and so that was, you know, fun. And then, like, let's play. And, and it was Dirty that had actually came up with the concept. He said, you know what? Let's do, like, a, a XFL version of Pardon the Interruption. And I was like, you know what? That actually can work. And we played Good Cop, Bad Cop. I'll never forget the day he mentioned about um, the tattoo when we went to get this tattoo and great guy's name was ryan uh what's the name of the company barnum right yeah and he was like I-, I got you man i got you let's do it so we get there and i was like i can't believe this is actually happening we went live we had like 500 live viewers at I was that one of the ones watching freaking dude get a tattoo i'm like are you serious right now and he's like are you serious so i'll put it up to him man he was like why are y'all looking at me on a friday night get a tattoo it was the entertainment value matt that's what it was man and so we're sitting there and he's getting i mean you if you haven't seen it um 
man, we sitting there doing this and people are watching left and right wondering what the hell is going on. And and it was hilarious. It was entertaining. And that let us know right there that we do have something good. Here. Yep. Yep. So we continued on. Uh, of course, we were uh, focused on one team. Now we focused on all eight teams. And so that's kind of where we at. And, and meeting him, I, there was something. Yeah, we can go back to that. How you met, how you started. <laughs> we met at some little place in in in, in St. Louis. Do we? Can, can I refer to it? It was called Hot Talk Radio. Let me put it like that. I'm not. Gonna I really would call it Hot Talk Radio. Yeah, it was. But <laughs> it was. It was internet, and one of the one of the per, per people that owned it was a former radio personality, and he had. Oh my gosh! I'm like, what the hell? And we tried to put something together. I tried to put something together there. He was doing something there. And he mentioned the lady, Linda Brown. I love her. She said, we should just work together. We did. And here we are four or five years later. You know, that was actually pretty cool. So y'all y'all work well together. We actually did a couple of shows on my platform for a little bit. And then I would do some of his. Um as well but you know that was fun to do and i was like you know what i could work with this guy and along the way we've had friends enemies you know uh about this pack but we continue to do this you know and it's not gonna stop until we're ready we're both ready to stop it so i mean this has been enjoyable like doing this show and getting interaction with the fans we didn't think it was going to do anything but here we are yeah you know and, and on, on when you let's go back to the where it's with my background the background well i was i mean i had been doing like the video podcasting thing since since 09 That's and true. then i started seeing a wave mm. of the future starting right and i started seeing how people were starting to move towards the video casting they were moving to away from pod they were podcasting and then going to video casting so i started seeing that and then I was like, okay, I'm going to start learning this video casting thing. And I started doing that. And then I met Arlington. So I was more video casting and just grabbing a microphone and just saying dumb stuff. What Arlington really did to me was, and by working with Arlington in his background, Arlington really showed me to how to become a better broadcaster. I could always talk good. I always had, I was very opinionated. I just didn't know how to formulate it a right way. It was always dropping f-bombs or talking like everyday stuff but arlington showed me how to formulate it better and then showed me how to become a better producer and where you know arlington will vouch is that i've showed him how to become because he was more of a producing side and then i showed him how to kind of showed him how to loosen up a little because believe it or not believe it or not that guy below me right here when i first met him Kind of had like uh, a stick up his butt. He was kind of straight laced, you know, real proper. And I kind of loosened him up a little. Mind you, man, this is the first time I've heard this. <laughs> he ain't never told this to nobody. But he come on your show and sit there and just give it everything out. Look, I, 
you, you, Matthew, you got a dirty, you got a dirty, breaking dirty news. When I first met Arnton, I was like, this dude's got a stick up his butt. He went to a private school. You know, he was all proper and he would always come in looking nice. And then here's me with my backwards hat and sometimes wearing pajama pants walking into the studio. And yeah, looking like, like I'm kind of preppy and I never was, man. That's what's so funny about him. Like, I'm some kind of Carlton Banks to his Yeah, butt. that's exactly what he was. Carlton Banks. Yeah, there you go. Nowhere near it. So, he, no, Matthew, don't let him lie. He would come into the studio going. You are a great liar. And I can't believe it, man. Uh, <laughs> no, I no. I and when I met Arlington, I knew there was something there. And I was like, and so Arlington showed me how to become a better producer and, and stuff like that. And it just worked. And one thing, Matthew, I had to learn was the word trust. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people look at that and as you sit back and he's like, oh, that, that is tough. Yes, it is. I didn't know what to expect from him. You know, everything that comes out of his mouth, I have to be ready for. And a lot of times I'm not. And so I have to just go with the flow with it. And, you know, if you watch Pardon the Interruption, you see the interaction especially when Tony gets off the rails and Mike has to bring him back in. Yeah. Sometimes I will do the same thing and he has to bring me back in. That's just the correlation. That's just how we work. That's how we work. And, you know, it's, it's that chemistry. And these days it's hard to find individuals that are willing to have that type of chemistry that some that have to uh, step away from themselves a little bit. They have to reduce themselves to come down to that person's level. Other times you have to raise yourself so you can get to that level. Yes, sir. And so a lot of times, man, you know, beforehand it was figuring out and it didn't really take long. Let me, let me be honest. It didn't take long for us to get that together. Well, it but, took me, took me a while because I was always yeah, controlling the conversation. Flying off the, flying off the gums. But that was because we didn't know we didn't know what we were about to embark on, the journey that we were embarking on. So it was just, it was just a lot of stuff that was flying out of, flying out of his mouth. Now, it come out of mind too, but it was within context. It was within context. That's what made this work. That's what's making this work now. That's why we can sit back and have the fun show that we have and that people, that people now are starting to realize, hey man, they're not as bad as you think. Like, and there's some, there's some that's going to hate on it. That's fine. Cool. I ain't got no problem with that. But yep, at the yep. same time, man, I'm looking at it as I'm here for him and he's been there for me. And so that's I think that's the main thing about our relationship working together is that during tough times, we've been there for each other. You know, me losing me losing a mate, you know, a partner uh, that was last year. I was Sorry about that. No, no, man, listen, now, I mean, yeah, I'm still getting my grief and I have grief every now and again, but when talking to him, like he's been, and I'm, I'm about to say this for real, Dirty, so you can understand, he's been more of a brother than any brother than I've really been with, as in, in St. Louis, because I got my Houston family here too, and they've been there for me, but when the chips were down, he was there, more than anything. And I'm grateful for him. Like, a lot of people look at me funny because that's what I say. I don't care what you think. That's my brother. That's, that's my sweet. brother from another mother. I got a chance to even speak with his mother. You know what I'm saying? But it's the it's that personal thing that also makes things like this work. 
you know, and so I'm dirty. You already know I'm forever grateful for you, brother. And, oh, I know. And, and oh, right. And that's the same thing with Arlington is, you know, it was at first, look, I'm, and I'll admit I'm a wild, crazy dude. You never know what the hell is going to come out of my mouth when we're on this show and Arlington just goes with the flow of it. Arlington knows. I mean, I saw somebody, some people, the Ridge Rocker, say somebody needs to uh needs to always needs to bring Dirty back in. Ar- there's a, Arlington has a way of he do- he can do that. Like Sandy says, can you guess how many times you've how many times have you muted me, Arlington, throughout the course oh, of the man. show? It, it, it's all <laughs> it, it's one is part of the show because we got to do that because they know he's going to get off the rails. And and two, that's just again, that's just how we roll, man. Like you you won't find a show like ours on any platform. I'm well, sorry. Well, no, that's Arlington. That's a lie because there, it was on ESPN. The season. They what what is our what is our what do we say all the time for our show? Oh often yeah, they're often imitated, never duplicated. Never duplicated. You can try it, <laughs> but you won't reach. I agree with Brandon, you. you on a bigger platform, you're going to be on a bigger platform. That's fine. No, no disrespect. No disrespect to Fitz or Scooby whatsoever. But it's the platform that they were on, and they saw what we were able to do. They saw it. Yeah, and then, they, and, you they, know. They won't have that type of nature like it, it would be with ours. Right. And then, Matthew, you asked us, like, what was the, you know, Arlington said, how did it all start? We, you know, we wanted it as that PTI type of show. We want, but we we wanted it to be for the fans by the fans. So like we'll talk about different topics we want to talk about, and then all of a sudden we'll have a list of things we want to talk about, and then the fans come on and start chiming in what they want to talk about, and then we just turn it right over to them, and then we just go with their questions, yeah, and we go with what they want to talk right about. If, if, as, I'm just seeing like the comments roll in. As much as Dirty want to sit there and act like he controls this, he has none. None. <laughs> none. Nope. He has zero control. He thinks he got some, but he has none because of our fans. And I know he likes to call them idiots and dumb all the time, but look, guess look. what? They have the most intelligent. <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock. When has one of our fans ever asked an intelligent <laughs> conversation? None. <laughs> Yeah. Wrong, wrong show, wrong show. <laughs> you really serious now, man? You now see, that's why you hate the fans so much, man. That's why you got that big X on your freaking forehead. That's, uh, that's why you ain't nothing but an X. I will say, <laughs> right? You, you guys were definitely ahead of your time. I know, even like I said back then, watching it, that's what got me interested in the XFL, and that's why I keep bringing up 2020. Um, I mean, you brought an engagement with the fans that was not there and that could not oh, be found anywhere you. else. I mean, I, I'm in agreement with that. And the evolution of you alls show and the networking you've done is all evident. And it's it's just stepping stones. It's given to people like me to do our own thing also. So I, I appreciate I you guys. Thank you, man. That's all I, and, and keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Don't let no one waver you. You know, there's going to be people that's going to detract and going to hate. And it was like, man, why your show stinks or anything like that? Keep up the work. Keep up the yes, good sir. work. Yes, sir. Yes, Keep sir. Going. Don't, don't, yeah. don't stop and, because somebody feels that you can't do it. And, and I'll tell you this, Matthew. I mean, in, 20, in 2023, I we tried to get me credentialed into St. Louis. Didn't happen. 
But yeah, we got Arlington Credential in Houston. We got some of our other people and the other networks that we were in with, we got them credentialed. And when I find we were like, I told Arlington, I'm like, look, we're going to the championship game. Let's just for shit and giggles, see what happens. And he's like, you really want to do it? I'm like, let's just do it. See what happens, right? So we put his name in, we put my name in. And I'm the one out of a courtesy that gets credentialed. Whoa, 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 whoa. And, but, but hold on. What I was wanting to say is that when I actually got up into that press box, right, and I started meeting all you guys, and all you guys were like, oh, my God, you're really here. You really made it to here. And I'm like, yeah. And then, you know, like, you know, the conversation that me and you had had up there in the press box. I, it was a very humbling experience for me. Oh, because I've always prided myself in being that last renegade, you know, and then just hours before that, I was on uh, Reed's. Can we give Reed's show a cheap plug? Is that okay? Can we do that? What's it's Matthew's show? Do it to it. Whatever y'all want to do. You're you're, you're guest here. You know, a few hours before I was on the Mark cast with Reed and I was supposed to go to his hotel and I was just like, and I was with daddy, daddy, Ed and Amanda. And I'm there like, come to the, come to the tailgate. I'm like, all right. So then I was going to go back to the thing. And then all the fans just surrounded me. And I started asking the fans, do you guys want to do this interview with me? And they're like, yeah. So we did the interview live from the parking lot at the tailgate with about a hundred something fans around me. And it, it was just a very humbling experience to see what me and Arlington did here in St. Louis. And then in, and then in 2023 grow it to where it is today. It's just a very humbling experience. And I'm very much grateful for all of it. You ain't nobody, dude. You ain't nobody. You ain't never been That's nobody. That's true. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I'm about everybody surrounding me and all that stuff. Nobody give a damn about you, man. You're right. They don't. They don't. Nobody give a damn about you. We're here for the group. We're here yeah. for the group. We're here for the now, idiots that watch. Now, when you guys started, it was the XFL XSTL talk show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Damn it. Now we're getting in trouble, Arlie. <laughs> How are we getting in trouble? Oh, yeah, we didn't say it. You're good, Matthew. We didn't say it. You're good. You're good. But yeah, it was that. It was that. And you don't have to get detailed. Like, I was, I think, more than anything, when we heard about the Battle Hawks were coming to town and that the team name was that, me and Dirty was like, what the hell? No. Like, I'm not feeling this. And it took literally 48 hours, two days, to me to really figure out why this will work. And ever since the day that we met the front office in 2020, oh, man, it has it, been taking off. And they were wondering, how in the world were y'all getting content off and nothing was going on? And Dirty, <laughs> Dirty tells that story better than I can. And <laughs> he said, man, we just straight BSed. I'm being clean with it. We straight BS the entire way. Just basically one of the things we wanted to see with this new XFL, because we remember the one in the past, right? Remember 2001. And so when Vince did his press conference back in 2018, uh, excuse me, 2017, late 2017, 2018, 2018 is when he did it, we wanted to see what this new game looked like. Everything was red, white, and blue. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, he got new innovations, and then they had that little the rap song that came out with it, you know, to kind of go along with it. And I'm like, okay, you got my attention. And it was like when it came back, this was the league that I didn't know we needed. 
seriously didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know we needed it. Yeah. But here we are. Two years, two years after that, the league drops. We get Oliver Luck, who's I still believe to this day as our commissioner is better than your commissioner. Um, no. literally had that league in going in the right direction. You know, that they was really saying that, and I, I believe it to this day. If they would have finished that season in 2020, they would have made a profit. Or yeah. they would have been close, or they got to got even. Because everything started lining up minute by minute. You know, even though you can sit back and talk about the ratings and whatever, man, but it was good football. Yes, sir. And they did it again this season. That's what made this league so special for 2023. I know we could sit here and talk about other leagues, but we talk about this one to have over 80% of your games decided by less than nine points. That's phenomenal. You don't get that, especially in a reiteration of a new league and the competition level is evenly matched. It's even, you know what I mean? You That's didn't true. know what you were getting because everybody's a rookie. Yep, yep. Same thing. So you didn't know what kind of games you were going to get. And so to, to see how it, it transcended, it got to the end, Arlington, a 4-6 team, getting to the championship and winning. That was a great story. I don't care yeah. what anybody says. That was a great story. And we can sit back and we look at the, the game was crazy because San Antonio versus D.C. was whoever got in was making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That could have made an entirely different postseason. John Parker Romo missing that field goal changed the course. Yep. And then in their minds, and I, Dirty, you remember me. I told you this. I said, mm-hmm. everybody that's sitting there talking bad about this 4-16 and 16 making the playoffs, I hope they make that bulletin board material and they win the whole damn thing. And lo and behold, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. They showed up in the championship. You, yeah, you can't and, hate or take anything from them. No, and you know, <laughs> and, and to hear the hate from the other league. Oh, look at that. A 4-16 and 16 made the championship. I think they might have had two teams that were four and six make the playoffs and then had a four and 16 in the championship game. But their four and 16 lost. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, that's what makes the XFL so, so, such a great and fun league. And, like, you know, I'm going to piggyback off on Arlington saying, you know, when we started the show, we named it what we did, the, the six little letters, right? And then we named – and then we would do the show called – we would call it B-Hawk Live in the, the six-letter st- stage studio. And then we actually had a guy come up – or we had somebody come up to us and said, hey, a guy in St. Louis, a, a guy in St. Louis say, hey, I'm going to start on terrestrial radio. Would you guys be opposed if I use the Battlehawk Battlehawk Live? Battlehawk Battlehawk Live. And we were like, hell no, we were honored. We were honored why because the 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 station that he had, he had to deal with they had to deal with the XFL here in St. Louis. And there were certain people in the local media. Oh, there goes Matthew. Welcome to the Oh, there he is. Okay, I was gonna say we might have to take the show over real quick on you. Oh, there I'm you playing go. These cameras, yeah, playing with camera. these cameras, trying to get the best angle. My bad, guys. You're good. Yeah, no, you're good. It's your show. 
but it, it was it was funny is that we had people in the local media that wanted nothing to do with the XFL, but one guy, and he came to us and asked us his per, our permission if he could use the name for his show, and we were just like, "Wait, what? Are you serious?" And, and that's what he did. So we knew we had something in 2020, and then just the interaction with all the fans, you know, and then we moved to 2023. Uh, I mean, in Arlington's right. I think that if the, the league would have sustained and COVID wouldn't have happened, I mean, hell, during COVID, we played out the entire XFL season on YouTube, on our page, on, NFL, on, on Madden, and people were tuning in to watch the game. I mean, that was the funny part. And we were keeping the stats and putting it all up like that, and people tuned in. To watch the games. Hey, I'm, I'm telling you, I was right there. <laughs> we are three years back from that, right? And we sit back and look like, man, what a time. Mm -hmm. Because we had to be enclosed. A lot of us had to be enclosed in our rooms or uh, in homes, <laughs> apartments, hotels, whatever. And what a time, man. I, I'm like, I couldn't even believe that actually worked. Yeah. You know, sat back. And people were enjoying it like it was an actual game. But that's all we had. I mean, that was it. we were all sad when the XFL ended then. I don't know. If you weren't sad when it ended in 2020, I don't even know why you were watching, honestly. Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were looking forward to getting to Tampa and then the game against uh, the L.A. team at yep. the time. We mm -hmm. were looking forward to that one because they were going to – you know, they did it this past year, opened up the, the dome some more. But they were going to open up the entire dome, you know, and they were going they were ready to put 40, 50,000. No, they had 50. Remember, Arlington, they had 55,000 55, sold for that game. So they were going to open it up, and it was going to get really, really loud in there. I mean, it was from what I could hear and from the videos I've seen that it was loud in there with the 38,000 that they got. Oh, I was there, mm -hmm. and it was it was loud. Believe me, like, I'm a yeah, big Saints it, fan, and it's very comparable oh. to a Superdome game. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. And you know, and so then we moved to 2023, and me and Arlington are like, well, why don't we? You're in Houston now. I'm in St. Louis. Instead of talking about you, us talking about St. Louis, why don't we just talk about the entire league now? Let's just do the whole league. We have the fan base, and then that's kind of then we had a phone call where. Certain things were said, so that's why we have the show name now is the X Fan Show. Understood. And you know, I mean, we're just basically five guys in a basement broadcasting, like <laughs> you know. But hey, that's cool. I'll, I'll take it. I don't. I don't. I don't care. You know. But again, it's grown into what it is, and it's gotten to a point to where it cannot be denied anymore. You know, and like. Like, we'll see all the guys that broadcast with us. Like, here, Jersey the King, who just got on here. He asked us to be on his show. And he'll he'll shoot me messages and and ask for pointers. And I'll give him the pointers. It's in the guys like, like here in San Antonio, when we did the super fan show. You know, I mean, it, it was like that. We helped the guys in horns right there. San Antonio J. Is that San Antonio J or is that Dirty Toro? Oh, that's Dirty Toro. I helped name him, but it was, we helped grow that the, our show, mine and Arlington show, the X fan show, B Hawk live. Oh, there's the queen with the, one of the little fans that wanted to take a picture with her. We helped grow that fan base in San Antonio. 
And to go to see, I mean, there, there's my interview with Reed, you know, prior to it, you know, I mean, there's the mayor, there's ball Hawk one, there's the Ridge rockers, the predator couple, daddy, Ed, stuff like that. I mean, it, we're one giant family. So when we say we're a legion of fans, we're a legion of fans. Love it. And you know, when you seem to, when you seem to be, when, you know, the guys of those that legion and you're leading those people out it's kind of hard to deny us of what we've done and what we've accomplished really i would, I would say that the way that when i went to that tail we went to that tailgate and seen all the fans out there i i literally said the same thing like what dirty said i look at it we one big family you know xfl comes together like next year for championship weekend it's, that's how it has to be again. Yes, sir. Like everybody comes together for this one game, wherever it's at. You know, everybody, you know, get your tickets ready for whenever or wherever it may be. So that's how I look at things this time with the XFL. Like, they, some things were great. Like, how they did that. Like, this tailgate that we came together with was fantastic. Now, I need the league themselves to come to us. We can help. We can help make this thing bigger than what you got. We're all here for that. I agree with you on that. We can help. Yeah, so like if you go right there, there's where over. that fan engagement you guys bring is just like top. Well, and there's the fan it's engagement. Cool. Go back to that one picture. Go back to that one picture. That's the fan engagement. That's a fan from St. Louis that where their parents watch our show. That little kid watches our show. Oh, and that's awesome. They wanted to, that little kid wanted to take a picture of the B-Hawk live crew with Daddy Ed, um, the Queen, Hyena, Amanda, and myself. Wanted to take a picture of us. And we promoted that event. We had probably 150, 150, 200 people at that event. The XFL did one the same night and didn't have the turnout that we did because they didn't promote it. Yeah, yeah, last but minute. Ours was about the fans. And uh, God love the Alamu Beer Company. For letting us use their their venue that night because it was a, an amazing time. Yeah, I saw the live. That was, that was a good show, guys. Seriously. Yeah, and there's Colin from the Rough 'Em Up podcast. Oh yeah, I know him pretty well from Houston. Yeah, that's that's my guy from Rough 'Em Up. Hey, good I, guy. I'll tell you this on this show, I got to give a shout out to uh, Brian Winslow for you know, uh, who's a big XFL fan. He said, "Hey man." You need to get with this young man, Colin uh, Watkins, uh, from the Rough Em Up show. And, uh, well, actually, it was not that. At first, it was called Roughnecks Analyst. And mm -hmm. he was just analyzing everything Roughnecks. And so I just gave him the, the idea. I said, hey, man. I was like, listen, has anybody used Rough Em Up for the Roughnecks? I know that's what their tagline is. And nobody's using it. He's like, no, nah, man. Tell me, you know what? You should, that I believe you should use that as the name for the show. Say, you know what? Let's do that. And that's what it's been ever since the Rough Em Up podcast. And I'm only on there during the season. I want y'all to watch him because he breaks down so much when it comes to the Roughnecks. So much. See, like so, here, you got the guy Marco right here. Marco, huge fan of ours from, from Arlington. You know, Marco, a great guy. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it's just. This, this legion has grown into, I mean, this, you know, there, there's some of the fans. I mean, like, look, there you got the mayor. I mean, there's some of the San Antonio fans right there, you know, and then you go into here and you got the mayor of the XFL right in the middle of that picture. You can't miss him. He looks like uh, the orange Kool-Aid man. Stop it. Right there. 
Huh? I love the mayor. Love the mayor. The mayor's a great dude. Love the mayor. There ain't nothing wrong with the mayor. There he is. Right there. Yeah, he's a good guy. I remember I that well. too. <laughs> Look, that is the crew right there. You got all kinds of dressing up going on. I mean, on that's right what here. I'm saying. I mean, there's Marco. Marco right there, right behind the mayor. Okay, there's yeah. Marco right there behind the mayor. And I mean, this is what it was about. You know, like, that's we're not afraid to bring fans on our show and let them express their displeasure with the league. You know, and does it rub some people the wrong way? Sure it does. But guess what? I don't care if it rubs anybody the wrong way. Arlington does sometimes. He gets mad at me when I let the fans go on a bashing session, but that's okay. I would say this. Now, I will, this is what I will say to that. I would be like this. If it's in context and it can do something to make the league better, say it. Now, if you're just going to sit there just to sit there and completely bash the freaking league, right. yeah, yeah, get yeah. off my show, man. I don't want yeah. you doing that. Yeah, All like something gonna have some meat on the bones. Right, like Marco. Criticism is okay. Yeah, like you see Marco's comment right here. Can you put that up there, Matt? Let's see. The very bottom one. A family. Uh, what? How do you say that? Arlington. You know I can't read. I need to go to the Ricky Pro Prolific yeah, School. Still need to call him about that too. Yeah, right there. How do you? How would you say that, Arlington? A fan. Oh, a family. A, fa a family. A family. Yeah, a family. And that's what it is. And that's what we've built it family into. Family of fans is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a family of fans for sure. It's Absolutely. very, very common. I mean, it, I mean, it's very, very good. I, I see you guys. Every single relationship you guys have. I mean, you're friends. You're not just acquaintances. <laughs> you are close knit buddies, talking shit, hanging out, doing what you do with normal folks. So that ain't, nope. that ain't that always that ain't as easy as it looks, man. Listen, well, y'all don't walk around on this. Um, I'm too good for, for normal folks, media, you know, uh, stature. You're, you're yourselves. You are individuals. Okay, here. I'll, great. I'll give you I'll give you an example. Um, Arlington was saying earlier that uh, he, he, he went through some uh, personal issues. And we had talked. We'd had some people wanting us to kind of split the show apart and to take it a different way. And in this conversation, I said, if Arlington is not sitting next to me, and screw it, Arlington, I don't care if they get mad. If Arlington's not sitting next to me doing the XFL SDL talk show, then I'm not going to do it because that's not the show. If it ain't, doesn't have Arlington, then it's not the show. And Arlington said, man, he goes, Dirty, I need to take some time, bro. I said, you know what, bro? Take as much time as you need. And then I, that's when I did that video uh, expressing – my feelings of what had happened to Arlington. And then, you know, got to get a little bit, you know, the George Floyd thing. I was on vacation when I saw the video and I did the video because of the way everything was going on at that time. And I, and I asked people, I was like, imagine if that was Arlington, my brother that had happened to, how would you guys feel? And I think our show has brought people together from all over the world just to show that we, we may have our differences. We don't always agree on everything when we're doing the show and in our real lives, but we have enough respect and enough love for each other to respect each other's opinions. And so what we, so it was just to show that stuff. And when I said, when I did that and then, yeah, right here, like when, when the queen was in the hospital with her son, in St. Louis and people, we were at the tailgate and people are going, well, where is the queen? 
I said, oh, well, her son's in the hospital. They're like, can we do a video for her and her son? I was like, sure. They wanted to do a video for her and her son to just show them how much they miss them at the game. You know, B-Hawk won when he found out that her son was in the hospital. He's like, Dirty, how far is the hospital from here? I'm like, it's probably a 10-minute drive. Yeah, there's the video. And he wanted me to go up and record it with them. And there's the video of her son that, of walking out of the hospital that day of the game. It, it's stuff like that, that we're, we're a family is what we are. You know, and then just to see everything and to see how everybody has all grown and how we all love each other. And you're right. We don't walk around like we're better than anybody else because we're not. We put our pants on just yeah, like everybody else. Sure, I have to make sure that you go. <laughs> I got to make you're sure right. that I'm freaking weak. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and you know, Matt, can I give another cheap plug? Yeah, anything you want, man. You're See, welcome. And that's why on September 9th, we're doing the X-Fan Legion and the B-Hawk Live fan appreciation thing out at our sponsor, Wild Sun Brewery, Brewing Company, where we're, we're going to have the fans come out because we, there might be a special surprise, too, if you guys come out September 9th. More details to follow, but September 9th, mark your calendars, 6 to 10. We're going to be out there doing something special for you guys. Hopefully Arlington gets back in town. I don't know if he will or not, but if he does, I'll give him a big, wet, sloppy kiss, and everybody can watch it live. Oh yeah, that that'll be entertaining. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> but you know, it, it, but we're doing a, an appreciation to the X Fan Legion, to the B Hulk Live Fan Legions. I mean, we have people from San Antonio say they're coming. People from Houston saying they're coming. That we're going to do, we're going to do that. You're right, Sandy, and the XFL has brought the entire country together. And it, 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 it's just, it's amazing to me how this has grown and what we've accomplished in, oh my God, Arlington, has this been five years now? Almost. Doing this? Almost. Yeah. How and many, we've been through a lot. How many episodes have you guys, how many, how many lives do you think you've done? Over a hundred? Oh my 200? God. No, come on. <laughs> there's, there's 52 weeks in a year, bro. And we come brought on. guests. Come on. Give me a, give me an average right here. I give you an estimate about 200. Okay. About, I like it. I, like I would it. say, I would say in the beginning, up until here, just yeah, I you know, dude, it's over two hundred, bro. Over two hundred. We're broadcasting three days. We're broadcasting two days a week now, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for me to keep up with your guys' shows. I watch them when I can, but that's we're why I like it. You know, there's plenty of content. Yeah, you know, we we're broadcasting. Long, see, we had to, we, and, and the thing is, you'll know when we coming on the air. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You'll know when we are on are on the internet. Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, whenever. Or we'll pop up on somebody's show on Monday. We'll pop up on somebody's show on Friday. And we'll pop up on somebody's show on a Saturday. You'll know when we're there. You'll know it. Yeah. Everybody will. I mean, it's just, it. yeah, I mean, oh, God. I mean, it's definitely over 100. It's definitely over yeah. 100. Man, bro, I would, I'm, I'd say it's close. To, I'd say it's close to three. Three, nice. I doubt it. I doubt it, bro. I'm, you know what, dude? Now Matthew's got me curious. Now y'all got to count. Yeah. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna count all the way back from the beginning. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> he said, "Good luck." I mean, looking through y'all's Facebook, man. There's a ton of content on you there. You do that all by yourself. <laughs> no, hey yeah, guys. Sandy, that is in Hillsboro, Wild Sun, Wild Sun, 
uh, Brewing Company, September 9th. We're doing the X-Fan Legion. We're doing the X-Fan Legion and the V-Hawk Live fan appreciation. Come out. Oh, here, here's, you know, here's John. Yeah, I can't, oh, I can't count that high. See, <laughs> this is, see, look right here. Jersey King says it. You're close. 250 for sure. Let's see, this is why I, this is why I don't like our fans, Matthew. See, you, you get people like this. <laughs> Go back to John. Time. People like John that's got to put up some smart-ass comment. I'm dealing with a smart ass on a weekly basis. Are you serious? Tell me, guys, I know you got multiple hosts on your show now. Tell us, tell the guys, the guys and girls at home, who who are the hosts? I mean, I know we got Amanda, Daddy. Oh, Ed, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop the clock there, Matthew. Hold on. There we go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, hold on. There's only two hosts. <laughs> oh, okay. There's only two hosts of the X Fan Show, me and Arlington. Okay, okay. Now you know. Listen. Now we have other shows that are part of the X Fan Legion, right? Understood. But no, no, we have we do have a lot of hosts. There's uh, there's me and Arlington for the X Fan Show, right? Then, you know, Wednesday nights, you have uh, myself, the hyena who's herself who will melt your ears like battery acid, and Daddy Ed. Why do you do it like that? Uh, you know, she's she's a fool. We have them on B-Hawk Live on Wednesdays. And then, you know, uh, that's also part of the Fan Legion. You have the guys in the horns forward, uh, which is what? Jay you have Jason. You have uh, Jorge. <laughs> Jackie, DJ on the Horns Forward. Then you have the Smoking Guns podcast, who talk about the uh, their the gunslingers down here in the Brahmas, and that's Phil, Leo, and RC. Which much love to Phil, much love to RC and Jorge for helping me helping us put that all together. That event in San Antonio at the Alamo Beer Company together. Help you know. Thank God they helped us do that. They're great. And you know, great we have the Rub Them Up podcast with Cohen and then Arlington during the season. Let's see, we have the player 54 that we're affiliated with with uh Michael Lathrop. And then also just added Jersey the King with the uh the fan gang nation show. Yep. Yeah, Jersey I'm the King with the fan nation I'm show. I'm ready to get Jersey on here and talk to him soon. He looks no Jersey's great. a fun dude. <laughs> He's gonna be he looking forward to him. He's going to tell you, listen, I love Jersey, right? I love Jersey. But listen, he really thinks that these Vegas Vipers are going to do something. Look, now that they have a doctor as the head coach, right? I mean, really, what's he? Hey, listen, listen. I, typical, typical St. Louis fan right here. With his, whoa, his whoa, Vegas whoa. Stop. Hold on. Listen, I am so against the, vape, the, the whole thing of Viper fans standing, pooping up. But that, to me, was the dumbest thing that started in 2020 because we never played the vipers and the real rival that is my fault that whole call is all my fault too hate fault. that but listen the real the real rivalry of the of the battle hawks is let me hold on let me let me let me show you come on man we ain't got all day bum, bum, bum. Switch the hat over to my DC Defender champ. Put it on. That's right. And then listen, they're the real rivalry of the Battlehawks, not the Vipers. I mean, listen, here he goes again. Mark my words. McLennan will lead the Vipers. Hey, listen. Yeah, see, listen. Listen. That is the whole point of the Legion is 
bringing all the fans together. All right, hold on. I got a fan says take it off. Hold on, let me do something for you then. Let me take this off. <laughs> let me put a let me put a real winning teams hat on, shall I? Okay, here we go. Uh, oh, you got on. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, green. Really? That you put on the Sea Dragons? Well, I mean, listen, the Sea Dragons did have the best cornerback in the league with the Nutcher, you know, who is I, going I to take seen somebody, Matt, that was focused on a whole Battlehawk team and have a whole love fest for a different quarterback <laughs> that don't even play for the Battlehawks. I've never seen that in my lifetime, right? <laughs> I just sit there have a show about the Battlehawks. And you are sitting there, mm, I'm talking about, like, so worse than a Hoover vacuum all over Ben DiNucci. Now, it's question, ridiculous. since we're on this, what what's y'all's favorite XFL athlete and coach? You know who you, mine is. Go ahead. <laughs> train. Go ahead. Let's hear it first. My favorite my favorite coach is the bum himself, the son of bum, Wade Phillips, my favorite XFL yes, athlete. Oh, it, God. It, it, it should have been, been the offensive player of the year, A.J. McClendon. Hey, hey, Bob. Let me suck up to you. How are you, sir? I never needed to, unlike other people. I never sucked up to any coaches. You you also never sucked up to athletes either. Well, I mean, listen, listen. I'm going to say this. My favorite coach was probably Anthony Beck. Because the dude loved talking smack sideways out his mouth. That's what I loved about it. That's what I loved. And I love talking smack sideways out of my mouth. Right? Yes, love, it. love it. No, I criticize Coach. Coach is a good dude. Now, do I think they got it right with who should have won the champion or who won Coach of the Year, Reggie Barlow? Yes, I do. Yeah. Now, my favorite player. Again, I've got a soft spot for my man Jordan Tamu. Always will. Our very first interview of a player on this show from the XFL. Yes. Much love to Jordan. Met love his parents. Him. Parents love me in Arlington. Parents are the nicest people in the world. But listen, there's only one player in the XFL. And I just happen to have his hat. His hat right here. The True Brand hat. Oh. From the Nooch. From the Nooch himself. Did, did you I buy mean, that? I did. I had it. Get, I had it. I had somebody get it for me. The Nooch was the man. Listen, when you're a quarterback and you knock a dude out, a linebacker out, and then you just boom, pose on him. Flex on him. Yeah, flex. Flex. The Nooch. I mean, the Nooch. Listen, I had a lot of XFL favorite athletes, right? There was a lot of them. Abram Smith. Don't get me wrong. AJ, 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 uh, AJ McCarron. Showed that he could still play at his age. Showed that he still deserves a shot in the NFL, which I don't think he's going to happen, right? Josh Gordon, JPZ, and all that. But what what the Rock and them brought, what the Rock said is, this is about building your brand and getting your opportunity and taking your opportunity. And if there was one person in the league that took his opportunity and built his brand, it was this guy here. So love him or hate him, this was the guy that did exactly what the XFL was about. <laughs> he took his brand and he built it up even more in what it was. This, I mean, and that, so that's why I respect him. And that's probably why he's my favorite player. I agree with you. I liked everything about him except that mouth. It was, I know. <laughs> but that's what, that's what made him, that's what made him the perfect villain for the XFL. 
Understood. That's what made him a perfect, like, love them or hate him, whether he's on your team or he's one of your favorite players or not. That's what made Ben DiNucci one of the popular uh, choices for uh, best players uh, in the XFL, you know. And and when we seen him throw picks, oh, we was loving every minute of it. You know, we threw touchdowns. And look, if he was here in St. Louis, don't listen. Don't let these these people here in St. Louis go sideways on you. They'd have been like, oh, my God, Ben DiNucci's the greatest quarterback in the XFL. Ben DiNucci this, Ben DiNucci that, nooch, 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 nooch. No. It would have been, been all been over similar, It would have been similar to when Mark Bulger was playing for the Rams. You loved him, and then you hate him. The only oh, was yeah, you, Mark yeah. Mark did not have a mouth. That's it. Right, but they'd have loved him. They'd have loved him. <laughs> loved him. He reminded I mean, me. He reminded me of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Fling the ball. You're gonna live and die by their arm. They both had big mouths and didn't know when to shut up. Let's just hope that let's just hope that Danucci doesn't take money away from special needs programs like Brett Favre did and get in trouble <laughs> in the future. That's you know, I'm just saying. Thanks a lot. Like I Brett. said, I'm in Mississippi, so I'm familiar with that. Very yeah, much, so you know what I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. You but watch yeah. it, Green Bay fans will come after you for that comment. Yeah, let them come after me. It would be the first time. <laughs> hey, at least I mean, it's he's a Bears fan. So, yeah, they'll come, they'll come from him yeah. anyway. Oh, I'm going to tell you this. Oh. The team that Danucci should go to should be the Minnesota Vikings because he would help that team win a championship. That, get him off of the Broncos. Send him to Minnesota. <laughs> You're about to get a lot of hell, dude. You're about to get so much hell right now. I already hear, I can hear it now. I can hear it now. It's You're already banging on the walls by mysteriously. <laughs> <laughs> no walls being bang bang mysteriously. Girl, not yet. Just a lot of, I can hear I can hear it burning in my ears right now. Oh, Lord have mercy. Hey, I feel bad for you, sir, for where you at. Oh my God! Ladies and gentlemen, if you send your uh, resume to co-host the uh, X Fan Show on Tuesdays and Thursdays to X Fan Show at gmail.com. I don't want to read these. I don't want to read these, dude. Because Dirty might be dead after this show. <laughs> hey, but real talk though, I should have said I should have said his favorite because he he was one of my favorites too. And that was George Tayamu. Like yes. during the year, man, Same. he was like I. It was a surprise that he was offensive player of the year, but the way that he went during the season, he deserved that award. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't just doing; he just wasn't passing. He was taking off and running with the ball too. Mm-hmm. So, with the type of offense, that's what even surprised me more: the way the Renegades were ready for the defenders in their offense. Because during the season, and 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 we look if we really look past. Uh, week five, like because you knew by that moment everybody was starting to uh get themselves and the teams were getting themselves in order. They kept going. If they didn't, if they did not lose, if they didn't lose to Orlando, man. They had an undefeated season right then and there. Yes, sir. they had an undefeated season. And Reggie Barlow did a fantastic job with this crew, but I have to the real MVPs on this team, and I know a lot of people are gonna hate. One of them was uh, one is offensive coordinator Fred Koss, who worked with uh, who worked with Jordan Tayamu and uh, who worked with uh, De'Ara King. But the other one was Greg Williams. Yeah, of course. Like a lot of people do not like Greg Williams, but they were able to get stops when they need to. And they had some of the best corners in the yep. XFL. 
no disrespect to San Antonio Brahma fans because Luke Barker was, in my opinion, the best cornerback in the league. You had a guy like Mike Joseph, though, uh, just seemingly making plays at every which way. You know, that was kind of difficult to get around when you're playing them on on offense. So it was hard for them, hard for different teams, especially St. Louis. <laughs> so, I mean, I would give – I had to give credit to how Barlow put that staff together. Mm-hmm. You know, getting – and trusting a guy like Jordan Tayama because we didn't really get to see all of that in St. Louis. But as, as, as we sitting here right now, it's funny that we were trashing John Hayes and Chuck Long, and here they are with an XFL championship. It was funny. It's funny that you say that, Arlington, because when we were, I was at the championship game, I had to go say hi to coach. You know, I had to go say hi to coach. He sees me. He goes, dirty, you son of a bitch. He goes, <laughs> he goes, and it's funny. He's like, yeah, how you like me now, dirty? I was like, I knew you could do it, coach. <laughs> so, I mean, it's funny the stuff that we've said about the coaches and the players they they know what we've said about them so when they see us they're like yeah man i saw you talking trash on me but now look at me now you know and and, and they appreciate it so like when coach was like yeah how you like me now dirty i was like i knew you could do it coach and he's like get over here some bitch let's do a picture you know so yeah i mean it was amazing to see this team, you know, and people want to talk about, oh, these teams were so terrible. These teams were this and these and all of this stuff. Really were really were they? Because they all started off in the same they all started at the same level. They all had the same stuff facilitated to them. They all had the same workout programs. They all had the same facilities, fooding, you know, nutrition program because we had Ricky Prolon. Coach Ricky Pearl talking about it. He goes, we all started out at the same level. It was all about the drafting and if your players bought into your systems or not. And oh no, his uh, his his EOS now webcam. Again. Is but yeah, utilized. keep talking about that, man. Like that was but the yeah. main thing about it. So they were all, everybody was on the same level of the playing field. It's just certain players choose to gel well better than others. And whatever Reggie Barlow did in DC. And with Greg Williams and all of those guys, they made those guys gel very fast together. Same with the Saint with the Battlehawks. Same with the Sea Dragons. Uh, same with Houston and Wade Phillips and all of his guys. You know, gelled really fast. Uh, Arlington started getting it at the end, and I and I'm yeah. telling you now, if Luis Perez would have been on that Arlington team from the beginning, the Renegades would have won that division hands down, hands. Down because all they did was change one thing, put a quarterback on that team. That's all they and, did. And the other thing is this: I know we sit here and we uh, <laughs> we ride on Terrell Buckley all the time, but that team was competitive. Yeah, one and nine. Granted, they, and I'm so happy that they got a win, and no team did not get zero. You know what I mean? I was so happy that there was no team with uh, a goose egg in, in the win column. And the fact that they were able to do that and the fact that they were able to compete each and every week, you know, granted it was hard for them, but they competed, got a one and nine record, but they competed. They, they weren't like Vegas. That was in disarray. I mean, I get it. They were on a third quarterback, Quentin Dormley, but they found their guy. They found their guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Cody Latimer was no slouch. 
Charleston Rambo was no slouch, especially in those last five weeks of the season. Yeah, they it were, mattered. They showed up. Jordan Thomas at tight end. You know, he was starting to make some noise. You know, Jermaine Martin was doing a, a, a great job. I can't think of the other running back for them. Yeah. And see, yeah. I talking about Luis. Yeah. And so those those eight teams, granted where the records were, they all competed. All of them did. And you had to remember everybody was all on the same level when it came to the rules. So, you know, it's just that top teams were better than others. And it's funny though, how we sit back and Three of the team, three teams that didn't have 500 records or better. Well, what was it? Four teams. No, four teams that had it. Three of them were rookie coaches. Mm-hmm. Beck was the only one that had a winning record on the on the in that in that round. What? And Matthew, here's the other thing you got to look at too. Let's look at it this way. With these, with the challenges, right? There were two coaches that had a higher percentage than 50 percent. For challenges, winning challenges, Reggie Barlow and Coach Anthony Beck. All the other coaches were lower. All a lot of these, a lot of these teams, they were all productive teams in different ways. Like, let's for example, Orlando. There'd be days their defense wouldn't show up, but then all of a sudden their offense would show up and drop thirty points. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. did it in St. Louis; they dropped twenty-eight points. Vegas, uh, Vegas is the anomaly. <laughs> hey, it, it looked very inconsistent all year yeah, long. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it was, like San Antonio. Sorry, right, like San Antonio. Oh, you look at San Antonio. Injuries killed them. Injuries yeah, killed they them probably had the best defensive team, and their defense kept them in the game almost every single time. Orlando was probably the most all-around or not Orlando, D.C. was the most all-around on all three phases. Not in the top ten, not, or not in the tops, but all-around balanced. Uh, Seattle, their offense was just unbelievable. Hey, don't, don't dismiss their defense, though. No, their defense did start turning around there at the end. St. Louis's offense was great. Defense was <clears throat> suspect from time to time. But it was, it was funny because – well, I mean, really, I mean, come on. I mean, Abram Smith ran for 2,222,000 yards in that game. I mean, come on. I mean, I think Abram Smith is still running over the battle. <laughs> if you ask me. But anyways, each team had something that they were each good at. And that's what made the XFL so different. And then each fan base, because, I mean, I went to – 12 different 12 different games this I went to I went to Seattle Vegas didn't go to Orlando, didn't go to Orlando Houston Arlington and I, I didn't go to Houston I went to Arlington San Antonio and then all the Battlehawk games so I went to six other opposed six other opposing games and each fan base was different from the next like you know and I and I'll say it to the day that I die people want to sh- crap all over Vegas I'm telling you, the best fan experience I had was in Vegas. Hands down. Best fan experience. Uh, St. Louis is just St. Louis. The tailgating was just great. I mean, I know I harped on the fan experience here in St. Louis, but when you have 38,000 people at a game and everybody wants to get on the field, it's going to suck a little. It's going to be hard. You're just going to cattle call them. San Antonio was great because of the tailgating and how just accepting and loving everybody was. 
Arlington because we already knew people down there and we were there for the first game. So they still kind of remembered us. So that was fun. Seattle had a blast in the city of Seattle. Fan base was great. It was just each fan base had something different. And that's what makes the XFL so special is that it's these fans and their passion for this game. We're talking five years later now, and it's still as strong as ever the XFL is. And going to just get stronger. Yes, sir. Let me ask you guys, what's going forward, what's the biggest goal you have for content creation just or media news for the XFL? I mean, personally or as a group, it doesn't matter. However you want to answer. <laughs> hmm. I never really thought of it. Yeah, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, just, just keep going, man. Like, well, we could remain consistent. You know, that's, <clears throat> that's always been the biggest issue for podcasters, not just XFL podcasters, but for podcasting, period, is to keep going. And that, you know, a lot of times life can get in the way because of that. And, but we have to make sure that we continue to put out uh, at least something per week. And if we don't, we let our fans know. And a lot of times I'll be feeling bad them days that we can't do the show, you know, because it's like, it's at times it's a break away from what we deal with in our regular lives. And we just get to talk XFL, whether it's for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever, you know, and um, I just want to make sure that, especially for media is that, you're seeing the content out there. Talk to us. Like, really talk to us. Like, you can get a better understanding of what we're trying to do and to make sure that we all build your product because that's what's going on. Because there are the four major sports. You got MLS. And a lot of them are getting access and not really doing anything. But we're here to try and build a product here that we believe in. And that's the XFL. Same can be said for the other leagues, too, especially with this new arena league that's coming out. It's building with your fans and then building with the people that are talking about it. A lot of people want to see this work. That's why we're here doing what we do. So that's my biggest goal is working with us. That's I think. I'm... No, go ahead and finish Arlington. That's it. I'm done. No. I think with me is it's like, you know, keep creating the content, keep. And if there's guys out here who want to do this, reach out and, and I'll give out and give them the words of advice, helping the other people, you know, do this and help promote them and all that. And for the media, look, I was at the championship game and Arlington told me, he's like, bro, you're going to get bored up in that press box, bro. You're not about, he goes, you're about the fame. He goes, he goes you're going to get bored. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. The food was great. I did get, but it, I mean, I got bored because I wasn't down there with the fans. Cause you're really, you know, you're not supposed to cheer when you're up in the press box. It was great talking to everybody, but the media is just to be that voice for the fans. I want to be that show where the fans can come on and express their displeasure with the league and how they feel about the league. Talk it out. And say, okay, you don't like this, so what if we do this, this, and this? You know, just be that, be just be that voice for the fans. And like Arlington said, you see what we do. We don't want to be officially or whatever. We just want to be working relationship. You know, I mean, Matt, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. You've seen some of our interviews, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. With coaches and players, right? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, which interviews do you, do you like our interviews better? The ones that you see on ESPN? Oh, I'm, just, a, asking, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think, I think you know the answer to that question. I mean, it's just, <laughs> we, we, we want to, we want, we, we want the, the fans to see the player and the coaches for who they are. We, I mean, look, we've seen enough of them. You can go on their pages and see everything they've accomplished. Right. But who is the actual player? What do they want? Like we did with that one with uh, Lacobe, Tucker. I mean, he's sending us messages back going, oh, my God, that was the, the most fun I've ever had. You know, I mean, he loved the Jared Allen 69 comment. He was crying on the show because of that. Because, you know, Jared Allen, number 69, that's Amanda's favorite Minnesota Viking player fan. That's her favorite player. <laughs> why, are, why does your head always, right? Like, and Sandy says, and to keep it growing and growing. It's to help guys like you, Matthew, to help you get your stuff out there. It's to help the guys like Jersey the King to get their stuff out there. The Horns Forward, the uh, Smoking Guns, the Player 54s. It's it's about them. It's not it, – I mean, look, we could build a throne all we want, but without people tuning in each week, we don't have a throne. We can't build a throne. Understood. Because if we're not talking to the fans – then it doesn't matter. See, told you she loves Jared Allen, of course. See, everybody's always thinking filthy. <laughs> animals, animals, just filth, filth. Hey, Matthew, you see like what I have to Matthew. deal with? Matthew, when Colby Tucker went to laugh the way that he did, if Dirty did not mention that number 69. It's that was Jared Allen's number. Why do you have to be such a filth, filth? See, Matthew, I apologize to your fans here. <laughs> That, that you, you know, we have this kind of filth on your show. It's accepted on our show, but just not on this show. I mean, come yeah. on. Arlen. We usually keep it PG-13. I mean, it's still PG-13, so we're good. Um, <laughs> I think it's hilarious, though. So. <laughs> you guys crack me now you up. Understand. You understand that. Dirty, if Dirty didn't explain himself, he would have got it regardless. Right, no, let me look. Like like Sandy says right here, take take the hyenas. I mean, just reading her comments, burning my eyes from the battery acid. Like, put Sandy's <laughs> comment. The interaction you have with your interviews is what makes it so spectacular. And that's what it is. We're just asking the questions like the fans want to hear them. That's we want the fans to do it. I can't hear you. Here you go. See, he muted himself. Is that me? Did I mute myself? Or is that A-Train? That's A-Train. He muted himself. Gotcha. Come on, pal. Get it together. Can you hear me now? No, there he is. Put it together. Spectacular, that's a lot. You know, I, I can't say spectacular. But listen, when you hold on. When you have the coach say, we do, we do have teaching classes for adults, reading classes for adults, come down here to Prolific and I'll teach you how to read. Come on. That's pretty spectacular, bro. You got to admit. <laughs> you got to admit. I would say the level of guests that we've had on this uh, on this platform has been fantastic, man. Pro Beck, his wife, Coach Beck, is, uh, Miss Deanne Beck has been on the show. You know, uh, Trey Watson has been on. Uh, uh, what's my the, the offensive lineman that y'all had? Um, no, it was defensive lineman, Kevin Atkins. Yes, Atkins, Kevin Atkins. Mm -hmm. You know, bringing some of those guys on and uh, all the personalities bringing on the show. Have been fantastic, man. Like this is something that you know I want to continue to see happening, and and this league within it grow. Like my my biggest goal for real out of the whole thing, Matthew, is that they 
are competing against the uh, NFL, but they're just during the spring. I want them to be like what the USFL was supposed to be back in the 80s, was to be that professional football league that was looked at as big. But they not looking at it as a competitor, you know, per se, but I'm like, million-dollar contracts can go to these people at some point. You don't yeah. want to go to the NFL. I want to play here. The XFL gets on that same level. I know – that's 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 just wishful thinking, but that's what I'm hoping for that to be. And me for the media and content creation, it's just to make an entertaining show for the fans, and that the fans are entertained by it, and that they want to tune in each week to listen to what this dumb dummy has to say, and that intelligent guy below me has to say. Which one? What 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 do we got to thank her for? She's always wants some see. Her, 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 listen, Matthew. Have you ever have you ever met the hyena? I have not. Okay, look. Here's here, here's what we got to say, right? Very nice person. She got the tiniest head in the world, right? Tiniest head in the world. Well, I mean, it's starting to get bigger and bigger with all this success. I mean, it, it it's starting to get to where she can't even fit it through a door. She got to turn like sideways. Well, no, 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 my head. My head. Oh, the interview. Like oh, my bad. Yes. Got to give a lot of credit to the hyena because she does do a lot of work getting interviews for us. Give her that one. I like see you're on the ground running. Oh, that's starting to get bigger and bigger and bigger as the minutes get. I said, if you keep saying it, you know it's about ready to show up. The white whale's about ready to hey, show hey, up. So hey, hey, the Come white on, whale's man. about ready to show up because he's getting bigger. Look at him shaking, Arlington. He's shaking, Arlington. I'm serious, Matt. Don't let him do it. talking about it. You want to see it, Arlington. It's too late. (laughs) All right, guys. I got two more questions for you. Maybe three if we have time. No worries. So what's what's some of your best memories or highlights from the show or games or anything XFL related? Just the best. In your oh mind, when you go to sleep at night, moment, man, that you say, hey, I love this. What is it? What do you love? Hey, it was one, I have a screenshot in my phone. It left dirty speechless. It was myself, Colin Watkins, and Amanda. And we were on some, he made some, we made some comment that had dirty just sitting there and he didn't say nothing for about five minutes. And we were just losing it. And that was another episode, too, man. I cannot think of it. That had me. It had the. It had me, you, and Amanda. We just lost it, and I cannot remember what episode that was. You remember what I'm talking about? No, it was when Van was on the show. You remember that dirty? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was talking uh-huh. about the DC fans and the lemons. Yes. And we sat there and lost it. Like <laughs> we lost it for about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, getting pelted. Thinking about pelted. it now, man, just makes me lose it because he was going in on the DC fans and how they was he was getting pelted with lemons. Oh, it's all mixed there, and he just goes off, and I'm in tears, crying. I am crying. So it's dirty because he had to, but he had to uh, hold, put his head down, and Amanda yeah. is just lost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was great. Is that a memory or a highlight? Anything, man. Anything you got. Oh, Whatever man. it sticks out in your mind. I, I, I just got, I really, I got so many of them. I mean, the tattoo, the jumping oh. through the flaming table. Yes. That was that, uh, in 2020. You know, 
that was in just in 2020. I think the first time, a highlight that I always, that I love, the first time that I broke out the dirty carry for Arlington oh. on the show, and he just, he, you know, lost it. He just couldn't, he couldn't do I, it. I you know, it's like, hey, hey, Austin. <laughs> hey, Matthew. <laughs> let, let, Hey, hey, let me ask you. Let me ask you something, Matthew. <laughs> hey, this is a great show. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> you know, the, I mean, <laughs> it's just that right there. Like some of my highlights is when he just starts losing it by the by the dumb stuff that I say. But I, I really think in 2023, my biggest and my best memory was when I actually, like, I knew that we made an impact in St. Louis, right? But when we went to, when the 2023 season started, and I know Arlington can vouch for it because he said it. What are you laughing about over there? Um, You know, I'm a big WWE fan, right? Oh, God, here we go. He's watching NXT. Bear, how professional, Arlington? You're supposed to be the professional. We'll talk about it later then. I ain't got but anyway, <laughs> when I, I went to like, I knew was gonna happen tonight. That's all I knew. Right. But when we went to Arlington and we went to San Antonio for the 2023 game, right? And how the fans are like, oh my God, I know who you guys are. And they're asking where Arlington's at. And I'm like, oh well, I'm we'll, we'll meet up with Arlington in, in San Antonio. He's he's in Houston now. That's really when it hit me, and that's that's probably my best memory because then I had seen the reach that we had made. And then I think my one of my other favorite memories is when I was talking to Amanda and Daddy Ed and they when they were in DC and how they were coming down the stairs and people were recognizing them. And it's like, oh my God, you're you're Amanda and Daddy Ed from the B Hawk Live show. And they're like, We watch you guys, you know. It, it, that was that was that's probably my best memory and the most humbling one is is that one. And then going around the stadium, people yelling my name and stuff like that. So yeah. Great memories on both ends. It oh, here you like go. You go. All the fun. Look, here we go. Jersey the King. See, this is what this see. You know, Matt. This is why I don't like our fans. I mean, look. He just keep pointing it out. Keep pointing <laughs> out. Dirty's an idiot. Oh, Dirty spelt his name wrong on the on his screen. Whoop de doo. Woohoo! Now, I just want to say season highlight during the year is the um um Sterling Hoff. Uh, was it Hofstetter? That made the that did the fake punt and and threw yeah. that uh, touchdown. Mm-hmm. I love you, Jersey. That was good. That was a, that was a great highlight during the year. Or uh, Abram Smith two eighteen against Heck, the uh, yeah. Battle. But I mean, there yeah, was, there were just so many. There were just so many. One of my one of my favorite fond memories of the of this year is watching Akeem Butler drop his first three passes. In every single game a, before man, he would go why? before he would go off. Because I was just waiting for him to drop his first three passes, so then he would start catching the ball. And once that <laughs> happened, he was on fire. See, this is what I have to deal with all year long, every freaking week, man. No, and another one was can we talk about what really happened in San Antonio? Like when we left when we left the game. Which game? The first one. What happened? The very first game, San Antonio and the Battle Hawks, the comeback. Oh God, one of my worst, <laughs> one of my worst memories. Okay, so we we're ready right, for it. Go ahead. See the game. Look, you saw the game, right? You saw the comeback. 
Yes, this is literally my least favorite, but I'm going to talk about it. Least favorite was leaving the game. Then a fan comes by and said, hey, have you seen what the score is? Because I'm leaving. And Dirty was like, hey, man, we're getting out of here. It's, it's starting to get bad. You know, it's starting to get a little boring. Mm, we're going to dip out. Yeah, we're going to tell on ourselves. I don't care. It's 15 to 3 at this point. Next thing we know, they said they done came back. And they had the ball. They converted the fourth and 15. They converted the fourth and 15. And they head down the field now. So I'm like, are you serious? So at the time, I had my ESPN Plus. I pull up my phone. I said, we pull it up, and there it is. We looking at uh, A.J. McClendon as he throws to Austin Prohl in the end zone. Yep. And he catches the game-winning touchdown. Hell of a comeback. Said, I'll be damned, they said. Oh, yeah, game. hell of a comeback if you got to see it live in the stadium. But we – my dumb ass walked out like an idiot. We walked out beat the like the traffic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly <laughs> what it was. <laughs> we were trying to beat the traffic, right? And they came back. Well, hold on. You only had a four hour drive home. I had a 15 hour drive home. I had three. I had a three hour okay, drive. Okay, whatever. Straight <laughs> oh, I don't know. You two crack me up. Oh, we I've learned that already. That right. We if we if we crack ourselves up, everybody else is gonna get a good laugh out of it too. That was yeah, that's probably my least favorite. So moment. that's both of y'all, huh? Both yeah, we both missed the end of that game. Yeah, but technically we didn't. Technically we didn't. We still watched the game live, just in the parking lot. We just watched it in the parking lot when it had already happened. You know how they get. Well, then that that became the running joke. That became the running joke is that if the Battle Hawks were leaving, me and the Queen, because we were there, we had to walk out of the out of the stadium for them to win, and it actually worked. A lot of the times that they would win, they'd come back and win the game. So. Uh, and then what was the other the the, the least favorite highlight? Uh, yeah. Probably the same was, thing. Yeah, no, was, probably the same the thing. It was the least favorite, but it was the funniest. Was you talked about it, Ben DiNucci, Truck, and Silas Kelly? I know that was <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments. That was one of my favorite moments. That was one of my favorite. the least, but it sure was the funny one to me. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, you saw that on TV and you didn't know what to say. I did. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, bro, just got knocked out. Yeah. KO'd. KO'd. The mullet power didn't help you, did it, Silas Kelly? <laughs> Nothing's funnier than the people saying, that quarterback shouldn't hit him like that. <laughs> oh, I know. That's the best. No quarterback should truck what? a guy like that. What? Seriously? What? Hey, not seen the movie Remember the Titans? Come on, right. right. Best movie ever. Best football movie right there. Yeah. All right, guys. I got one more question for you before we roll okay. out there. Future plans. What's in the air for X-Fan Show or B-Hawk Live? We got any, any kind of updates, progress coming on for next season? Uh, guests coming soon? Anything you want to throw out there? I mean – to everybody at home. Well, we're always working on guests. Uh, you know, we were supposed to do the show today, but we knew we were doing this show. Well, hold on. I forgot we were supposed to have a guest today. And actually, our guest is was your is your guest for next Thursday, Joshua Flowers. We were supposed to have him this week. Completely forgot about it. So I'm reading your ticker down here and I go, oh <laughs> shite. 
We were supposed to have Joshua Flowers on the show tonight, (laughs) this afternoon. So I text him. I'm like, hey, bro, so sorry about today. And I forgot. (laughs) Okay, you want my least favorite moment? That was my least favorite moment. That's why I shouldn't be in charge of getting us guests, because I do dumb shit like that. Excuse my language. (laughs) Idiot. Idiot. Idiot is dirty. I think the future is, you know, uh, getting websites and stuff together, man, and yeah. you know. and helping helping other guys grow, helping other guys that want to do this, helping them grow, helping them get their names out there. I mean, I do know September 9th, we do have a big surprise out at Wild Sun Brewing Company in Hillsboro, Missouri, for the it's X Fan Legion Beehawk. We do have a very big surprise coming. For you guys, very something very, very special on September 9th. So if you'd like to know what I mean, that that's we're kind of excited about that. Am I right, Arlington? Our surprise that we have coming to to everybody. So I don't even know what the surprise is. They yes, you, yes, you do. You got we me sit, excited now. We sit well, Matthew, come up. Come up oh, September man. 9th. I mean, that's a drive. Where are you at in Mississippi? I'm on the coast, down all yeah, the way ride, down. Dude. Uh, I, I used to live in Missouri. I used to live in southeast Missouri back oof, years ago. Sorry that, you down there. Yeah, like you're Wala, telling me. Joplin, that area or something? Uh, no, no, more of like Crothersville. Uh, He's talking Kent. to Boot Hill, bro. Yeah, dirty, He's dirty talking south. to Boot Hill. Yeah, that's yeah, where that's you hear where... the banjos playing, and you better start running. I was born in Blyville, Arkansas, really. Um, so I'm very familiar with that area. But like I said, all St. Louis right. is always a big place for me. Yeah, no, we, we, these days, guys. That's a right. You know, time. just getting the website up, you know, getting the website up, helping, helping other guys that want to do this grow, making even more, making more connections within the, the Legion and within the cities, helping up the other cities, other cities grow. Uh, I do know that we are working on a few guests. I do know that tomorrow we have somebody on the show that was at the showcase. I can't remember his name, so I know she's watching. So Queen put his name up there. Uh, oh, also uh, James Larson of XFL Newsroom will be on the show tomorrow. Oh, no, see, there you go, there you go. Yeah, see Sweet. Jeremiah Spicer, you know. There it is, McCoy. We have McCoy on on from he was in the showcase, so he's coming on tomorrow. And we're always trying to get guests. I mean, uh, it's easier for Arlington and the hyena to get guests than it is for me. Well, I mean, Arlington, they, Pete, they like you. They actually gave you season credentials. They don't like me. <laughs> I got the credentials, too. So <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, that's, Matthew, how, that's, that's how I got to be Matt. So. <laughs> you're, 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 you're a little more professional than me. I'm just a little outspoken. It's okay. We all that's got our right. roles. Nothing right. Wrong I just call them out on their BS. That's all. Marketing was terrible in 2023. Marketing should be better this year, you know. So, yeah. Where's your what? Oh, you you are you're you're new. That's why you didn't get your. That's why you didn't get your. Next year you'll get your your uh, credentials. Don't worry. Yeah, Spicer was a former. I'll tell you. And look, Jeremiah, the Jeremiah Spicer story is a great story. The way that dude. Where he where he came from, how he grew up, and how he has not gave up on his dream, and how he is 
even though, you know, then surviving that accident that he did, helping the underprivileged kids in where he's at. I mean, that that dude is a great story. And I mean, I wish Jeremiah Spicer some fits somewhere in, in the XFL. I believe he will. I um, hope so. I hope so. He was supposed to come on the other night, but I did not hear from him. So I was really going to see what happened at the showcase events. But I heard from him the day prior, the day after. Um, but uh -huh. it's been too busy for me to get him on again. So yeah, he's Jersey, a busy I'm looking dude. forward to that interview, man. Yeah, uh, he's a busy dude. So get can we give the chief questions. one to Jersey the King? Then go to listen to the Jeremiah Spicer interview. Yep, yep, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's the future plans. Sweet guys. Well, what's your future plans? Man, I'm going to try to get this studio created, um, keep on rolling, inviting guests, and just putting out content, solid, positive content. That's my goal. Well, hey, you're always welcome on the X-Man show, even yeah. though you might not have a lot of positive content. <laughs> yeah, I think if I got on there with y'all, I can let loose a little more than, than being in the position <laughs> I am right here. Hey, and uh, it was, since we're doing them at night, I guess we can get a little cut. Yeah, up. yeah. I mean, we can have you on B-Hawk Live, and I can let you talk to the hyena. And you, you understand what I say when your ears are burning from the battery acid from her voice. Anytime, I can let you come guys, up there, you know? Anytime you, you want me on or you, you need to collaborate, please reach out. And that's same for anybody listening. Hey. Jersey, any of the crew, please reach out. We've already got stuff lined up. So Tell your boy, Drew, come on, too. Who? Who? Drew. And then that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, Drew. Drew's Drew's got some stuff going right now. We're waiting for him yeah, to get back. Yeah, your boy can come on too. As soon as, as soon as he's ready, he'll be on. I promise. Um, yeah, he, he's got some stuff going right now. Uh, but yeah, okay. I, I miss my boy Drew greatly. Drew, me and Drew were almost like you and Dirty, whereas he's the more well-spoken, um, analytical mindset, and I'm just kind of personality. <laughs> so oh, that means I think we see you two together then. It'd That's be a good time. I've seen that already with my guy from Newsroom, from with Stefan. I need to see now the two of you do a show together. No, oh, great. That's the that's the that's all I need just to do another show again. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying just come on the show and y'all just talk. man. Listen. Oh, okay. I know how to drum stuff up too now. All right, here we go. See, this I mean, look, you look, you look. This is why I like Matthew. He's so professional. Look, he says thanks to Dirty and A Train. For coming on, and right there, you could see where you could follow us at. Because I, it's too much. That's too much stuff for me to say. I don't know where half that. Yeah, you don't know how to read. Remember, I don't. I don't. I just know how to talk. In the notes, yeah. I'll include all y'all's links so everybody can click it easily when they read. Man, watch. Thank you so much, man, for having us. Just come make on. sure you put the September 9th thing down there. Wild I, Sun. I will. Big I will. announcement I coming. I will. I promise. We will take care of that. You don't have to do that. Thank you. I, I appreciate you guys again coming in, man. It, it's been awesome conversation. This has probably been the best interview I've had yet. So thank you all both for, for doing what you do, as well as all your crew, um, B-Hawk Live, the X-Fan Show, all the other affiliates. Uh, great, growing, baby. great damn work. That's all I must say. Keep it up, fellas. Seriously. Thank you. Now, 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 now Matthew, if you want, we can include you into the X-Fan Legion. You could be in there. But if you, if you get tied in with us, somehow it seems like you get in trouble. So you might want to wait a minute before you, you, you know, decide to join the Legion because you get in trouble usually. I don't know about y'all, but I'm hungry. So I am too. <laughs> I got to eat. Be Look, good, I can guys. feel the white whale coming. You want to see it, Arlington? You know no, you want I'm to. Home. Hey, guess what? Hey, thank you, Matt. I'm leaving. Thank you. Thank you, A-Train. Thank you, Matt. One, man. I appreciate it, bro. See you guys. I appreciate right. you so much. Yep. 
Same to you. How do I get out of here? I'm not used or to Or move you. I got you. All right. Thank you, A-Train and Dirty, for coming on. That was a great conversation. I enjoyed every bit of that. Great times. Um, they're really great guys, and they've, they're following some – they're doing some great content and great work. So follow them up, pay attention, and listen. Uh, I'm going to get off. I want to say thanks to the XFL again for letting me cover. Like I always say, this is not profit driven. I receive nothing from this. This is just for fun and free. Um, also thanks to XFL board, uh, helping me out, getting the, the word out about the show, as well as providing some got content and guidance throughout this process. So thank you, XFL board. And then I want to say thanks to Ambush Sports. They're my media conglomerate. I can't even talk because we've been talking for two hours. Um, but they, they're they also a great group, Ambush Sports. Uh, great people, great news. Check them out. Really fan-driven media that really helps with the spring football aspect. They're the people that got me involved with um, credentials and such. So thank you, Ambush. Again, it's been a great night. It's been my pleasure. I thank you all so much for listening and coming on board. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you Thursday. Uh, we got Josh coming on, Joshua Flowers. Should be a good time, so check it out. Look forward to it. And until then, guys, that's it for me. Peace out.